You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Check, check, check. Hello. Oh, wow. You're louder than me. That's Is crazy. it going? That's crazy. Yeah, we're well, going. For once, I can't be blamed because that's your, that's, uh, that is your mixer. <laughs> oh. You're a mixologist. Oh, I'm a, I'm a high-paid mixologist working at one of the most exclusive club bars in Miami. Mm. You get free Bitcoin. Club dildo. When you, yes, when you when you drink at Club Dildo, you get free Bitcoin as well. You didn't experience Miami, right? No, not so much. It's obsessed with Bitcoin to the degree, really? to, yeah, to the degree that it's even if you loved Bitcoin, you would not love it after going to Miami. Still, yeah. You know, people say like the the, the crypto craze has ended, but I think there's still money to be made. Oh, there's money to be made. And it's just stocks, right? It, 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 it's just a sub sub genre of the stock thing. Do you remember what we're investing in? Mm, I think it was uh, Doge Bonk. No, it's Joby. Jo- oh, right. Oh, no, don't tell people. <laughs> all right, all right. I can't this reveal. Is, this is not. This is insider knowledge. Uh, we what's it? We've been getting hit. People are saying that we're shadow bands. Is that still a thing? Is I don't it 2021? Know, I, listen. <laughs> what are we talking about? These people that want to take money out of my pocket, I can't even. Uh, fine. You know, fine, Apple, whatever. I, I, I might be at the end of my rope. Oh, is that right? In what way? Like, I just don't have it in me to fight with anybody about anything. No, I don't. <laughs> like, if they shadow ban me, I go, all right, dog. It's that, I mean, fine. Because I thought about it, because we got several messages about it. And I mean, not like in one shot, but over time people talk and it's like, Hey, I mean, I search for the show on Apple and on Spotify and it comes up for me. I guess I think, I think Evan said this too, that when we post something new that it doesn't notify people and that we're not in the like shows for other shows within our sphere of shows, uh, (sighs) we don't appear in the like. You know, things you might also let. I don't care, man. I also, like, how could one practically solve this problem? Yeah, what would I do? Yeah, I, I think you've, it's the movie The Beekeeper. That movie sucked. Holy shit. I was, I was really impressed with its lunacy. For anybody that hasn't seen it, he starts by going into kind of like a fraud call center sort of thing. And then ends with going to the president's. Not the White House, but like the Camp David or some shit to like shoot a bunch of people. It's really insane. I think it was written by AI. Yeah, maybe. But I like that it went from, hey, I'm mad about you ripping off an old lady uh, uh, via phone scam to I'm going to everybody. This is don't take this out of context. It's in the it's a summary for a movie plot synopsis. I'm going to kill the president. Mm, don't clip that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't clip that. Um well, that's, I mean, like that's that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, 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 also, I mean, maybe that what you just said, but what would we be even be shadow banned for? The Clinton stuff. The Clinton, you think? Yeah, I do. You really? But like, we're not the only. There's plenty of podcasts that that say wilder shit than we do. They're banned. They're not though. Or are we small enough to be banned and not be able to do anything about it? Is that what? Yeah, they're bullying. Because it, Spotify, I mean, I don't know if Spotify is where we're shot, but like Rogan's the biggest show, and he's he's all on the But weirdness. he has never directly said, Hillary Clinton, if you haven't killed somebody, then sue me, which is something that I've said several times. That is so. something he said. 
I don't know. I'm just wondering what our subversive opinions are. Is it Joe Biden's too old? Is it's probably it a combination. I, COVID in the lab? Yeah. Well, I said COVID is manifestly fake, as is AIDS. And, and <laughs> oh, you're in the you're in the AIDS denial. And I'm in the AIDS denial. You and the guy from Foo Fighters. It's us. And then, <laughs> then uh, of course, I also uh, said that Hillary Clinton has murdered before, and she will do it again unless she, she stopped. And I may have made suggestions on how to stop her, and I could see where that would get us in trouble. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. I mean, it's not like we're not in trouble. They're just not pumping the show, which we got ad sponsors now. Yeah, we need those pumps. We need the pumps, man. Uh, we're uh, oh, also, I listened to like a real professional ass podcast today, and they always do the like, uh, you know, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Like they do that at the top of the show, of course. Top of the show, uh, patreon.com. Everybody go to patreon.com uh, for bonus episodes and ad free shows and whatnot. Are you, impre- are you impressed by pro ass podcasts or you find them annoying? For sure, annoying. Well, you know what it is? It's like, we're not going to be that. Like, no. that's just not our steez. Like, and that's not the steez of the show. And, like, the show is not even really about anything. Like, maybe if we had guests or maybe if it was, like, maybe if there was a reason for us to be more professional, like, maybe we'd have to do that. But, like, it's not, I don't know. Like, yeah, go to the Patreon. That's all I got for you. It's everybody. two assholes. We'll put it on YouTube with Subway Surfers underneath it. <laughs> That's what, that's what people come here for. I think you know. I mean, it's not it's not a tremendous effort that we put in on the show, but I think that's what people like about it. I don't know. Whatever, man. I, I, this is that's what I've gathered anyway. Uh, did you hear about the 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 New York Times person who was scammed? No. What happened? Beekeeper. Bee the beekeeper got her. No, she fell for she fell for one of those internet scams, and then she wrote an article about how it can happen to anyone. Yeah, it can happen to anybody over the age of 50 who is, what What was her angle? That she's a really smart lady, so therefore... Yeah, she writes for the New York Times. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was, an, it was not an article in the New York Times, but it was about someone who writes for the New York Times. Okay, let me tell you what I read this week. All right. I investigative bit of journalism, I guess, whatever, about the absolute hysteria, mania, cancel, bloodthirst that took over the tabletop RPG scene. (laughs) And I'm not kidding. I know that this is like my little hobby horse. As you pointed out, I have like several hobby horses on this podcast. Yeah. Which is uh, 
the impulse to kind of mass harm somebody, mm. it, it, it makes you unfit to live in a society and you should be put on a fucking island. Mm. And that's what this demonstrated. Uh, basically, people said things on the record like, yeah, I don't know why I did it really. It seemed like the right thing to do. Re basically, I didn't like his tone. <laughs> they, there's a dude who is now on food. He was a successful guy. Now he's on food stamps and his rent is being paid by a friend because people didn't like his tone. You know what his tone was? His tone was autistic message board sysop or whatever they call moderator. He was a discord moderator for tabletop games who said, Hey, if you're going to say, if you're going to have an argument in this discord or you're going to allege something, you have to have proof. Now he wasn't talking about some me too shit or anything like that. He was talking about fundamentally do not engage in arguments on, in this space without proof. Please, that's it. And people thought that his commitment to needing proof was so annoying that they made up bizarre lies about his behavior and then condemned him to a life of living off of food stamps and government assistance. Because the only thing that he's good at is making tabletop role-playing games. Yeah, He's also like a Harvard grad. Who was doing porn as well? Uh, oh, that's the other thing. Everybody was like, "Yeah, I knew his ex-wife was lying. She's crazy," but I just felt like, you know, women don't have a voice. What? What? So you? I mean, she's lied so many times that she she's like perjured herself at this point. And uh, I found this fascinating: the person doing the investigation. Uh, was doing it kind of almost as a hobby. Her real beat is uh, writing PhD-level papers on incels. And she said of one of the people she interviewed, this is a, you know, uh, finely, like, finely boned, slightly built woman with a small voice, and she's the scariest person I've ever met. Oh, shit. Because... She could not express why she dedicated her life to harming, like, an acquaintance that never harmed her, except that it just felt like the right thing to do. <laughs> and she drove this man's life into the ground over fucking nothing. Uh, everybody, it's, you know, look, it, we think that the 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 era of just you know, accusations without any merit just popping out and ruining your life. We think that that's over. But I don't know. I don't know. It's gone local. It's gone local. Yeah, yeah, Now, you, Now it's just the Yelp for, you know. Localized. Um, speaking of which, do we want to talk about a squala grind or do you, oh. is, is saying a squala annoy you? I just want to know why everyone is, like, it's, why is it a, well, oh, first of all, I think I saw Someone was hanging out with Laura Bush, which is objectively hilarious. Um, but why is it a cancel? Why why is it a an offense to be a Freemason? Yeah, I don't know. What's up with that? I it, it, this stuff alienates me so hard. I, I made a little tweet about it that everybody should have guessed 
has no judgment towards these bands that I'm talking about at all. I don't know them, nor do I care what they do. Work it out amongst yourselves. And people came into my mentions assuming that I was on their righteous side. Mm. It was so off-putting. One guy, when I said, yeah, listen, this it's not real. The people saying, LOL, this band is over online. doesn't actually do anything. And this guy comes into my mentions. I want to read this. I want to read this fucking. Tell me that this isn't arranged. It's a real comment. Uh, Watch it. Don't spill your fucking kombucha on the couch. The tarnish never washed off. And no one will forget their crimes. Is that is that Cormac McCarthy? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? This is the judge here. Like, what, <laughs> yeah. what, what are we talking about? Do, uh, do you not feel melodramatic? I guess that's my big beef right now. Who has the time for this melodrama? God damn it. Yeah, that's 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 scary. I mean, that's obviously that's like Satan is like speaking through him. That's that's not a person. That's Beelzebub talking talking through their their voice box. A ball. Yeah, that's yeah. that's scary. Ne- <laughs> never Shit. forgiven for your crimes. I remember <laughs> somebody wrote uh, Axe to Grind uh, and said, so in, in sincerity, they weren't being funny. They were saying, uh, for scenes to stay righteous, they, ha- they require warriors, and that's my job. <sighs> it's like, what do you... What? Let me be honest, man. You're going to wash out or whatever this fucking scene is. Yeah, obviously. Come on. It's, a, it's the ghost of Tsushima. I'm the only fucking loser old enough to be doing this shit at my... Like, you know, come on, dog. What does Scarhead say? Fuck the scene, make the green. Yeah. Also, <laughs> it's just... Come on, you're going to get a divorce. You're going you're, you're gonna to eventually find a union gig. And your biggest concern... Is, is going to be that your new girlfriend who is a woman that you met at a, she, you know, she's the over the hill bartender at the scuzz joint that you go to that her mom's a bitch. And you got to, that's going to be like the biggest deal in your life. It's not going to have anything to do with being a police officer for the fucking scene. Nah, bro. He's, he's, uh, he's the, he's he's the docent of, uh, of, uh, Bucks County hardcore. Uh, yeah, the the prefect of uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, listen, I I guess you can't tell a kid shit, right? Like that's that's really the thing. Definitely not. But it is weird. I don't think at any point as a young person I ever felt like some this kind of righteousness. I always, I mean, I've always kind of like had my snide holier than thou sneer at the scenesters. I mean, I, here's a question. And again, sorry for everybody at home, the, the hobby horse again. When did everybody become so judgmental on the moral level? Do you know what I mean? Like when we were kids, it would be you're lame. It wouldn't be you're not a good person. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might, it would be that guy's a fucking dick. Yeah, you're lame. Yeah. Or like, I don't fuck with him. 
what is it? But what is this bad person nonsense? Hold on, I'm gonna read some highlight. Fucking, I, I my presumption was always like we're at punk shows, we're at hardcore shows. There's obviously something wrong with all of us. That's well said. You know what I mean? Like we all obviously have something going on. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, scenes have always felt like little microcosms of it. You know, it always felt like high school. Like there, it was clicky and. And I was like, yo, man, I just I just like the rival mob. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm in this classroom in the basement of a of the ethical humanist society of Garden City, Long Island, watching watching the dude from Rival Mob put a hole in the drywall. That's I just I'm just here to watch that I want to see the band that I like. Whatever sort of connection that means you and I have. Because we're, you know, acquaintances now because we're in the same fucking weird place that only, you know, 20 other people are at this given moment. Like, what does that make me to you? And what does that make you to me? It's just, we're just here to think, we're just here to watch the show. We we both purchased a ticket. You want to make that into something more meaningful than that? It's like, I'm not, you know, maybe you want to have a bake sale, raise a little money. I don't know. Like, you want to sell clothes? That's fine. Fine with me. Hand out pamphlets, write a zine. Whatever, but like you're all, you gotta have, you gotta have some identity outside of this. I think. Listen, this this is. I'm gonna read. Yes, you do. I mean anything. I I don't advocate anybody goes fishing, but it's almost time. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Go hiking. Yeah, anything. You know, uh, I don't know, like. Go go make friends with the old ladies at the library. Also, am I not supposed to hang out with Laura Bush? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what is that against the law? I'll f- <laughs> I mean, if, if my wife's there, I'll hang out with Laura Bush if, if I want. Like, what the fuck? It's what the fuck are we talking about? Should, I mean, I uh, we can clip this. We can we can cut this out if you don't even want the smoke. But I like. I kind of want to put it out there to our listeners to to Photoshop you into a photo of uh, a mild, a mild politician that someone might have a strong feeling about. I mean, feel free, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have well, yo, you can have me fist bumping Ted Cruz. I don't give a <laughs> shit. Everybody, Photoshop Patrick fist bumping Ted Cruz. Like, I, like I owe anybody anything about my associations. <laughs> Literally, who do you? Who do you owe? You owe your wife. I owe my wife. That's it. Like, otherwise, who the fuck? I don't even understand why I'm accountable for hanging out with Ted Cruz to anybody. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> if, 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 if Ted Cruz came to the coffee shop that I was at and sat next to me and went, what are you reading there? And uh, we had a conversation and I told my wife she would probably think it's fucking hilarious. What if I met him at a barbecue? Yeah. And I just said, oh, you know what? He wasn't, he wasn't so bad to talk to. He's <laughs> yeah. all right. He's better, better the, than that dentist. You try the potato salad. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, it's got red onion, pretty good. Oh wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I've got to, for as an anti-fascist, I have to bash you now. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where the kids are at. So okay, here's two people being very honest. This person's saying that they uh, can't wait. They just got home and they can't wait to open up the Escuela Grind Hot Gossip. And this person is saying that they've been watching the Escuela Grind stuff like you'd watch reruns of The Price is Right when you're sick in fifth grade. That's what I'm saying. This is just entertainment for people. Oh, yeah, It's yeah, just yeah. entertainment. Yeah, this is the real housewives of, of hardcore. Oh, how d- fucking gross and depressing is that? It's pathetic. But, I mean, this is what happens when television dies, you know? The kids don't have Jimmy Kimmel anymore. They don't have uh, jaywalking. <laughs> 
fuck. They don't have. That's so dated. They need stupid pet tricks. Uh, see, this person is saying that they're not decent people. What does any of that mean? Yo, Eric, man. <laughs> I, what, what, I don't understand. What does any of this mean? Decent people, good people. Why would anybody, why would some asshole online yeah. think that he's the fucking arbiter of who is and isn't a good, per, decent person? What? Who? Are you St. Peter? You know what I mean? Like, what, what do you got, the roster? Fucking weirdos? Well, that's, I mean, it's a, like a very, it's a very Catholic mindset. Maybe these folks are Catholic. I don't know. They got to be Catholics. Yeah, they got to have, have been grown up, you know, in the, in the, going to, I grew up in a very Catholic town, but I'm not myself Catholic, nor did I, was I raised Catholic. But all my friends who were being raised Catholic, they always had to go to religion class. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, you want to hang out? Wednesday and they'd be like, I got, I got religion. religion class. I was like, what? Really? I was like, church is on Sunday. What are you talking about? So, okay, so they're hammering everybody. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're just talking about a fucking band that's getting lit up for the absolute jibber jabber. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, Eric and I, there's not an ounce of tough in us, and we still no. believe that if you have a problem with a band, you just you just assault them. Like, like you just punch them this or just don't go to the show don't or like if they're playing and you're not into them i had a friend who was uh actually this is going back a long time but he was a he was conservative and he was raised conservative but he was into ska and uh, you know he he got the driver's license so sometimes it'd be like hey you want to see the slackers tonight yeah let's go and uh the slackers put out an anti bush ep and when they played those songs, he, he went to the bar. And then he was out there skanking for the other songs. It's, I'm just saying, like, if you're not into a squalor grind, if you're not into whoever, and they're on the show that you want to go to, you don't have to engage. But no. they're bad people. Bad people. Bad people. I mean, I don't know anything about what they're being lit up for. And well, here's a photo of her. Um, with Laura Bush? <laughs> with Laura Bush, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fist bumping Ted Cruz? I don't understand. I'm being sincere. I yeah. Just help me understand. Uh-huh. Am I not supposed to take this photo with Laura Bush? <laughs> I think. I just, just help me. I just, just don't think I, you just are. Help me. I'm trying to think of the notable human, notable people in this world. that I would take a photo with Saddam Hussein. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Me, me being in the same space as another human being is not advocacy for their beliefs or values. Yeah, no, we've talked about it before. You're, you're Ellen hanging with George W. Bush at the, at the Packers 100%. game. 100%. <laughs> you're in the skybox eating vegetarian chili. And when, I, and when somebody gets on me on the internet, I'm going to be like, hey, man. If you've ever been in the same room as somebody eating chicken McNuggets and not cave their skull in, yeah. you're fucking just as bad to me. I don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. Laura Bush married to a, a war criminal, right? Responsible for the death of many. I mean, listen. Responsible in the way that he was the man in the chair at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's as if it's these things wouldn't some, have happened if someone else was in the chair. Yeah, he probably would have. But I mean, still, it's, it comes down to him a little bit. But my, but it comes down to him. There's no doubt. But it also comes down to Cheney. I don't know. It comes down to a lot of things. Look. Yeah. How many chicken nuggets you eat in your life? Chicken nuggets. Yeah. Chicken strips. Yeah, a lot. A lot. A lot. Yeah, a lot. You're a war criminal to me. All right. Fair enough. So what the fuck? I purchased a lot of dead chickens in my Fist life. Fist bumped you. Yeah. What, I can't hang with who? 
George Bush. Well, this is what I'm saying. I'm trying to re- I'm trying to think of who in life I've taken a photo with, who was like a notable person. And if I have, maybe I have to bury my past. There's I took a photo with William Shatner. Okay, he. What, uh, what are his crimes? I think he says that there's two genders. Uh oh. That's my new. That's my new thing. I'm just putting that on anybody over fifty. <laughs> okay. I had the dumbest conversation with a friend the other day who was yeah. like, he was very disappointed that Santana just went on stage one day and said, "There's two genders." <laughs> Wait, is that yeah, Carlos Santana? Yeah, Santana just jumped out on some trans <laughs> shit. It was very funny. But someone who's showing him YouTube before the yeah, gig. exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, but here's my point. <laughs> Here, here's a here, ask at Christmas. Ask at what? Just grab a fifty year old in your yeah. family, uncle doesn't matter. Okay. Say, what do you think about all the trans stuff? And then don't let them talk. Say, you know what? Never mind. You know what? How many? Uh, how many genders do you think there are? Yeah. Wait for the answer. I like the video of the guy who's like, uh, I don't know. I just got here. That's a great answer. <laughs> Fucking great answer. <laughs> Look at all these people that. Oh, it's so gross, man. You got a lot of you got a lot of replies on that one. Uh, well, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the ones that are just I just searched a square the ground. I only got like oh, five. Okay. I, I got a lot of retweets. I didn't get any. I got like five re- replies of people saying. I've been private now for a while because I'm up for a job. It's nice. You got a lot of what? I'm, I, my my Twitter presence is pri- and my Instagram presence. Well, my, I've been private. I'm private on these things. You know what? I'm supposed to do an interview, like a like a, I was supposed to talk to my boss in a couple of days. Do you think he's going to confront me and say, "Hey, I've been going through your social media"? I don't know. I mean, I don't know to what degree that goes on. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine. <clears throat> but who knows? Listen, uh, what's on my leg here? People. People are going through the band's parents' Facebooks right now. Jesus Christ. Guys, guys, that's some real Reddit behavior right there. Got to let it go. That's that's like 4chan behavior. That is 4chan behavior. You're on some 4chan shit. I mean, we got to kind of like... this. Uh, there's some, okay, so there's one person that's really fixated. Like, this is their deal now. At a certain point, all this internet shit is kind of the same. Like, whether you're on 4chan or you're on Reddit or you're on Facebook or you're on Twitter... You're all just goblins to me. You're all just like the unthinking masses, like orcs, you know, moving in unison. And you just want to smash on sight. That's it. Scary, man. You know, because at the end of the day, it's like praise, adoration, and then like hatred. I'm like Kanye with it. It's all the same, yo. It's all the same. It's all the same to me. You're all you're just some stranger who thinks that they they can involve themselves in my life. Laura Bush's face looks like a purge mask. <laughs> it does kind of. It's yeah. terrifying. Um I think she killed someone. Yeah, I think she killed someone. Right, didn't she drunk driving? Uh no, I think it was intentional. You, oh, all right. Well, drunk driving, you could argue that's intentional. God. Uh, what about uh, about uh, your boys back? You see that? Your boys back in town. Who's my boy? Who, who's here? John Stewart. Yeah, uh, I've been getting very mixed reviews. Mm. What was your take? First episode was fine. I mean, it kind of 
whatever. I'm not going to say anything that relevatory or uh, terribly original about this. I don't know. It kind of seemed like he slipped back into the role pretty well. Uh, what about when he betrayed his blue brothers? I mean, so the first one was about Biden being old, and then the second one that was, was that was verboten, by the way. Uh, I mean, Got for mad for some like well, I mean, well, this is the thing. It's like eighty percent of you know, not even eighty. I mean, most people would obviously find nothing he said to be uh, verboten or reprehensible, but you do ha- you have like the Keith Olbermans and the uh, what's the who's the lady on MSNBC? The Anna, Joy Reid, Anna Joy. Anna, I think Anna Joy is a different lady. I think that's a white lady with really wide set eyes. Anna Taylor Joy. No, that's the one with wide set eyes. Joy Reid. Joy Reid. You got it. People like that were were flabbergasted at the uh, at the uh, sort of uh, <clears throat> both sides ism that he did. Which I was, I mean, listen, I, mo- I mostly agreed with him, but however, Trump and Biden, neither, I believe, are fit for office. But we got to be honest about the types of, I don't think we can put them under the same umbrella in terms of their brains. Because there's a difference between not knowing where you are yeah. And being a, like, deranged narcissist. Yeah. Both might be brain disorders. Yeah, neither is good. Neither is good. Neither should occupy the White House, but they are different. Here's a quick... I'm just going to hit you with Esquelas all day. All right. More Esquelas. Never heard of Esquela grind, and now, the, and now they're imploding because they suck. That's so wild. I don't think that's why. You, you never heard of them, but you're very convinced... These are people that like get religion. Mm. You know what I mean? Like these are people. You said they're Catholics. These are people that are like join cults and shit. I mean, they're just bored. Also, somebody. Okay, I don't know this to be true, but somebody said that the the singer of the band is uh, a, a successful architect. Really? And people were hating on that. Now I don't know if that's true what? or not. Why? Yeah. What is wrong with being an architect? Because there's a certain number of people, certain certain type of person that if you are not working at uh, the body shop or um, what's the what's the what's the place that sells us the soap? The the soapery. No, not the soapery. What's the lush? If you're oh. not if you're not working at Lush or GameStop, there's a lot of people that are just fucking really mad at your career, like really mad. Like architect, that's something only rich people do, and like, that's how they see the world. Which, by the way, is half true. But who gives a fuck? It's still pretty <laughs> impressive. I mean, it's great. I wish I went to architecture. It looks hard, man. I'm sure it's hard as hell. But it's yeah, it probably is lucrative. What is wrong with making money? Apparently a lot to some people. That's, is it just resentment? It's just resentment. Yes. That's pathetic, man. That's sad. Resentment is the lowest emotion I think you can have. Because envy, at least you, envy, you want something. Yeah. Jealousy, you want something. Resentment, it's like you just don't want the other person to win. You're just like the lowest 
You're a dirt worm. It's a terrible feeling to, to, to be resentful. It's a sin, you know? That's how I see it. It is. I mean, it's, I mean, these people are Catholic. They should get it. It's one of the, it's one of the bad, I think it's, it should, if it's not one of the no, bad it's, ones. No, it's it not, but I, th- I think it's, I was thought you were, were not being specific. I thought you were talking broadly at the <laughs> idea of like a fucking sin as being a, a, a transgression against righteousness in some way or goodness or, 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 uh. Like capable mental uh, hygiene, yeah. Because it is to our listeners. Call us and let us know who you resent. Oh yeah, we got to do this. Let's let's let, let's work through it with you. Because I don't want losers for listeners, man. Yeah, let's do what Hot ninety seven did like fifteen years ago, where they said, "Tell us why you mad." No, oh, yeah, tell us why you mad. I remember. Yeah. Call uh, call the number. Tell us why you mad. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, set. Oh, uh, that's maybe that's something I should do at the top of the show too. I'm never gonna remember it. Here's though. the thing. They okay. Call us and tell us who you resent. Don't. Even though we're saying that objectively resenting people makes you a loser, don't do, uh, come into it with open hearted. Like I don't think you're a loser. Tell me who you resent and why. Well, also, you can remain anonymous. You know, it's not like you tell you who you are. Uh, 720-805-9785. Uh, call the number. Tell us why you're mad. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, no, but I do think it is It is a sin. I mean, it might not literally be... It's not one of the seven deadly ones, but it should be... It's got to be somewhere in the, in the you know, the Torah or the New yeah. Testament or the Quran or whatever. It's got to be in there somewhere. Being a resentful shithead. Not good. Okay, here's one of the takes I saw that I think is very accurate. Now, I'm not going to talk about the quality of Esquela Grind's music or not, but this, this was the take. That people pretend to love, love sub-mid bands because of their politics. And then when those same bands transgress against the, the idea of their, the, 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 you know, the, notion of what their politics are supposed to be or let them down, then everybody drops the facade Mm. and just goes in. Does that seem real to you? Yeah. And with that? Here's a question. Yeah. Kind of a deeper, not deeper. It's kind of a, how many human beings and everybody, this is not about square the grind because I don't know those people. I got no problem with them. How many people do you think, legitimately like a square grinds music how many people no i'll make this easier how many people legitimately as in i put it on for my own enjoyment love napalm death oh i mean napalm death they're like one of the yes but how many people legitimate they don't love the idea of it they don't love the shirt they love the band's music they put the band's music on as a thing to feel pleasure from in the same way that someone else puts on Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Uh, 1500. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. (laughs) Now, if you're a listener who loves Napalm Death, please, by all means, call in and tell us that you get, you know, that it's millions of people sit, sit with a candle and just listen to Napalm Death. Hit us with that. I'd love to hear your perspective. Well, you know what's funny is like sometimes we use the metric of Spotify listeners, right? And there's, but like, 
when it comes to older music or yeah, it just doesn't play like it that. just does it like but but then in, in my head i'm like but like how many like people are throwing on napalm death on their you know they got their little uh turntable set up and they throw on the vinyl like is that i mean probably another 1500 you but, think yeah but it's 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 really not i mean look i'm not gonna use any names because these are my contemporaries but there's a couple bands out there that their numbers are kind of high which by the way did you know you can you can buy on to, I mean, this should probably be an assumed, but you can buy your way on to playlists in exchange for your, uh, in exchange for a portion of your revenue from Spotify. So you can say, I waive 15% of my revenue in exchange. I won't, I'd like to be featured on more playlists and they will say, thank you for that 15%. Yeah. You're now on the Mike Pence playlist or whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever the fuck it is. And, <laughs> and that's actually, uh, apparently every band in the world does that. How, well, t- yeah, I mean, how tacky is that shit? Well, if your Spotify revenue is fucking pennies. It, well, that's the thing. It's got to feel worth it to people. Why of course, not? Who yeah. cares? You can take it all. But, but what? Tacky. Pay to play. Yeah, it is pay to play. I mean, I, I honestly, like, it is in the early, like, I see a lot of younger bands and, like, people that, like, try to work, you know, the the algorithm and shit. And, like, they're really out there online and stuff like that trying to, to hustle their music. And, like, I think it works, but only gets you to, like, a certain level, you know? Because, like, the bigger bands or, like, the middle bands are, like, you know, even like the like whether it's drug church size or even you know maybe even a little lower, a little higher, they're not out there so much on social media and stuff. You know, they throw, oh, hey, look, we got some shows coming up. That's yeah. it. Yeah, you yeah. know, but they're not they're not hustling on you know on Twitter really. You know, I mean, this is I'm reading these comments. This shit is death. It's death. Well, that's the thing is like, yo, I, if that's how you do it these days, I would not want to do it. That's what I'm saying. Like. So what you do is what you are the you're like the self-righteous weirdo that says that the band is for the gays and and the theys and, you know, fighting fascists or whatever gibberish. And then the second that you the second that you fuck up, the second you don't do the right thing or whatever it is, you take a picture with Laura Bush, (laughs) the second that you're at a a, a gala with uh, Laura Bush. I mean, the better question is. If that's not a mutual friend's like uh, uh, wedding, what the fuck event were you at with Laura Bush? <laughs> I think that's the more compelling question. It's not, oh, hey, is it right or wrong to take a photo with Laura Bush? Uh, the answer is it's right. I would do it tomorrow. Yeah. But uh, what, where, how'd you arrive at the same spot as Laura Bush? I, 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 I believe that whoever posted it, there was context provided. At a museum or something, I don't know. Someone's something. You know. Yeah. I have no. I mean, maybe the person, maybe the person in this band's wealthy. It's like. I think. I think. So that's whatever. Do we have to audit the bank account of everyone who's in a band? You know what? I wish I could say I'm above this, but I do that sometimes. Oh well, but like, but you're also not. You're doing. <laughs> when you have that little like hater goblin in you. Yeah. Like maybe listen, we're. We, we're not made of stone. No, right? sure. We, I, I can get got. 
You know what I mean? Like I've all the, I'm not so holy that I, you know, I feel resentful sometimes. I feel like the bitter goblin. I get it. I go through these emotions, but I would never get on the internet and be like, do you know how much, do you know what her father does? I heard her father is the lawyer for Subway. Yeah. She has a swimming pool in her living room. <laughs> you know, like the do, lawyer for Subway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, listen, if we got to audit everyone's bank, everyone who's in a band in 2024, we got to audit their bank accounts. Guess what? Could be a lot of surprises. A lot, a lot of little, I mean, not big surprises, but yes. Uh, what if, okay, so I've been going by Spider-Man's Landlord online for a long time. Long time. It's great. It's a great gimmick. I think it's been four years now. What if I change it now to Jared Jared Fogel's lawyer? <laughs> Is that good? I mean, I mean, Jared Jared Fogel did some pretty heinous stuff. Yeah, but he deserves the right to, to legal counsel. Of course. You know what I mean? He's an American citizen. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you're willing to hold that mantle? You wear you wear that crown? You know what? Yeah. I really one of my few like strongly held convictions is that America got it right with with that particular end of the legal system. I agree. You you, you deserve the right, you you are entitled to the right to capable legal counsel. Yes, it's a miracle. It's a it's a it's a mir- like the, the the United States justice system, not that it always gets everything right, not that it's always perfect, not that people don't fall through the cracks. But if and, you compare it to so many other places in oh, the world, it, it feels like it's... Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. The horror of a guilty man who goes free does not outweigh the horror, horror of an innocent man being consumed by the state. That's right. Horror. Because what what happens? You're in a you're in you're wrongfully imprisoned for the remainder of your days, or for man, I swear to God, there's a th- we talk about this so much. There's a thing in the newspaper every. Uh, how old do I sound? There's a thing in the news. <laughs> in the newspaper. There's a thing in the news at least twice a year about a guy who was hanging outside a bodega in 1993 yep. and got picked up because he was wearing a blue cap and yep. that's what the, that's what the witness saw and then he was in jail for 31 years yep. now DNA has absolved him yep yo horror and guess what most legal systems throughout human history across cultures and time and civilizations have been predicated on oh we think you're bad. We're going to cut your hands off now. Yeah. Uh, we have reason to believe you've done something. We can't prove it, but uh, good enough. That's why you have to defend Jared Fogel. <laughs> That's, yeah, exactly. That's, everybody, I don't want to. No, it's horrible. You ever watch the documentary about him? Holy shit. I don't understand. Okay, so. Everybody, as his lawyer, I have to... He was texting his friends, being like, I love having sex with underage women. Holy shit. It was crazy. Was he going for shock laughs, or was he... uh... No, I think he was legit. That's not very good, man. Him and his his buddy went to jail for a long time. No shit. Yeah. This is the weird thing. It pays to be, like, a little bit paranoid in life, because... 
for as like even before Snowden came out and he was like, yeah, they're watching us. They've been watching us for years. I presumed they were. Yeah, yeah. Come on. They're just they're what the FBI is just not gonna look at everyone's texts. Of course they are. Stop. Grow up. Um. Can I read some more Squala to you? I guess you want to keep going on that one. I can't help it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, listen, I'm really you know, consumed by this. Well, uh, we should do a message at some point, but we we get a time for a squeal. Why is everybody so overjoyed? Because they're sick. Look, all right. I never talk about this shit on the podcast. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep it oblique, though. I, so, uh, years back, I lost a lot of opportunities on some nonsense, and one of the dudes who kind of half put me in that situation because he was a like spineless fucking worm. Uh, got jammed up much worse than I ever did a short time later. And I also happen to know the thing he got jammed up on, he didn't actually do. So I had the option and you know how you feel is how you feel, but as a rational person with a brain in my head and also some measure of compassion, I had the option to delight in the fact that this fucking idiot stepped into his own fucking foot trap and had his life fucking, his life was pretty fucking destroyed. Or I could look at it and go, yeah, seeing other human beings in pain makes me physically uncomfortable and I don't care to look at it. I wish that wasn't happening to that man. Now, I don't think it makes me uh, walking in the footsteps of Jesus to say, yeah, I took the second of those options. It, did, it brought me no joy to watch somebody get done for some shit they didn't do and enter like, I mean, that guy's got to be living at AA meetings right now. You know what I mean? Like absolutely fucking not leaving for fear of, because he's got a lot of years sober. I just think that, what is the point in wanting other people to fail or not have things or be miserable? What is the point? What does it do? I'm looking at thousands of people that don't even know Squala Grind <laughs> say, yeah, LOL, bad band, uh, Freemasons, uh, suck dick. Like, what is going on? I still don't know what's wrong with Freemasons. Yeah, somebody explain it to me. Somebody, Am I not allowed to have hobbies? Yeah, really. Not allowed to get 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 dressed up and hang out with, my, with the old white guys? I did enjoy their statement, though. Did you see what a Squail of Grind statement was? No, I didn't. It was, we just did a sold-out tour. It was awesome. Okay, well, listen, the guitarist isn't playing with us anymore, but we thank him for his time with us. Uh, best of luck in the future. Uh, we're working towards being a tight unit and a great touring band. Uh, we've got a new tour manager. All right. See everybody in a couple weeks. That's it. Didn't, didn't do uh, So all these people are now burning with anger. Although, also, <laughs> can I say something? Just because we're talking about a square grind. Hey, a square grind. Uh, I want you to succeed. Take over the world. Make yourself happy. So I don't, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, um, for sure. Why is the girl's face so expressive? Oh, some people just got faces like that. Yeah, but if you knew that about yourself, would you like tone it down a little bit? I don't think you can. 
It's like fucking Jim Carrey when she performs. <laughs> well, I don't think like you can't like you can't like Joe Biafra can't tone it down. That's just his steez, you know? I don't know. Like you could listen to this podcast and be like, why don't they put any effort into it? There's definitely somebody listening to this saying exactly that. But well, no, the, I mean, I presume everybody listening says that on to some level. But it's like that's not that's not who we are, you know. You got an expressive face. Look at this person say, "I'm glad I never got into a square grind." Why? What would it have cost you? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, I'm glad. I mean, no shade on them. I only found out that they existed like a week ago. No I was going to ask them to do a tour. Oh. You want to put that out there? I don't care. All right. Whatever. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I still might. I don't, okay. I don't give a shit. Uh, no, not in regards to like, I mean, just like, I don't know. If, if someone said that they were going to give me a tour and then chose not to for whatever reason, I might be like, hey. No, I mean, it's only because, I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but mostly I don't know if I could convince my bandmates of it. But two of us in the band were like, Yo, should we ask a square grind? And here's the reason. I don't like their music. Uh-huh. It, it's just because I can't think of a harder working band. I, you're not they out, a, they're out there? They're out there like 200 days a year. Oh. It, like the, truly, again, I don't like a note of this type of music. I, it's not appealing to me. But they're a real band. Sure. Like now I don't, all this, you know, I don't, the Freemasons, Laura Bush, I don't know who's financing the thing, right? But, but. I will say from experience, and granted, I'm getting older, so that might have something to do with it. Yeah. I have not been comfortable in so long. Yeah. I don't even know what it is anymore. I don't know what comfort is. Dude, you're on, you got this couch, man. Look at, hold on. Let me, this is a good couch. Yeah, it's ass. Um, where, where is it? I've got bruises on me. I, I'm like, I'm not even a whole person anymore. I'm like really diminished by how physically uncomfortable I am. I'm not kidding. I don't know comfort anymore. No, but you never, you never, you don't value comfort. No, it's not a huge priority for me, but you would like the option. I'll tell you that. (laughs) You would like, you would like the option to feel okay occasionally. All I'm saying is they're a real band. That's all I'm saying. Sure. That's all, all I'm saying. And, uh, I just, I don't know. For me, I'm having a hard time. I'm having a hard time hating. I'm not hating. I just can't. I got no. I got no hate in me, really. No. Well, listen. I was thinking about that earlier too. Is like, like I said, not made of stone. If, but like, I kind of save whatever hateration I have, whatever player hating I have. It that conversation is like at this point in my life reserved for between me and my close friends who I'm physically in a room with. Yes. Because I'm not, and, and it's always, always with the caveat that I, I would like everyone to win in this life, whether it's, you know, financially or whatever your goals are, your dreams. I want them all to come true. I want you to be happy. I want everyone to be That's happy. It. I want That's everyone it. to be happy and comfortable and chilling, whether I like your music or not. But, but Okay, so he, let me say this. But I might hate if I'm with my, I might be like, oh, yeah, of course, mm, come that on. band, you fart noise. I mean, I was in a studio all day today. If you think that we weren't taking full fucking 40-minute breaks to watch YouTube of bands we hate, you're, you're, you're fucking wrong. It's fun to hate. It's fun to be a little goblin every now and then. But, but okay, check this out. Here's, I guess, an important point. 
we want people to achieve their dreams and be happy and, and, and get whatever they're looking for. So I know, I think I know what a square of grind wants. They would like to be a band that has some notoriety or is able to eat off their band or whatever bands want. Yeah. What are these fucking haters want? Oh, well, who knows? I mean, uh, my, my theory on Twitter has always just been that people are so disempowered that like, it's this is like it's they're being a tweeter, being a tweet person. You ever come across these people who like they're not anybody, they're but they have like thousands and thousands and thousands of followers because they make the little ooh, they're a little snarky, ooh, they're a little clever people on Twitter. Uh, it's just a way of self actualizing, it's like the easiest form to self actualize for these people. Here's, here's a tweet, yeah. I actually kind of like this one, all right. The shit that comes out of my ass sounds better than you guys. <laughs> it's not even constructive. No. <laughs> it also can't be true. Unless he can whistle out of his asshole. I think some people can do that. So this is an unhealthy view. Yeah. Uh, I hope oh. a squaler grind doesn't take exception to this podcast we're doing we just said we hope they get whatever they're looking for in life i mean i think we might be the only people in north america saying that right now so i think that they should fucking i don't i can't imagine we're part of their legal team yes exactly (laughs) you know what i'm changing my twitter handle to a square grinds legal team yeah uh i mean i mean i mean this from my heart i don't give a fuck about any of this shit (laughs) no i don't know again i only found out about the band about a week ago um it is all right. I'll, I'll be honest about this. It is fucking crazy that people are saying, "Oh, your music's bad." Hey, bro- brother, you had the option to say that a day ago. Yeah, yeah. You, you waited until this to. Jump you didn't. Out. Yeah. Why? Why didn't you say that? Yeah. Yeah, they waited until now to jump out, which is pussy. It's but I mean, pussy. I mean, they, they might they didn't know about him until all this shit. Yeah, but then why talk at all? Well, yeah, I mean that's the ultimate, you know. You know, God, there's so many unhappy people out here. People are unhappy and lonely. I mean, they're just, I don't know. They're, you know, they got too much time on their hands. They're they're not focused on you know the the seven the 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 four principles and the twelve steps. Yeah, uh, guys, you know? get, it's serenity prayer, everybody. Ser- <laughs> serenity prayer. The four principles. Be impeccable with your word. That's one of them. Yes. Be impeccable with your word. That means don't say nasty hater shit that's going to come back at you. And and don't make another human being your your hobby. Do you know what I'm saying? No, well that's that's, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean that listen, but that's what the internet's done to people is that like we don't see you don't see people on the other side of it anymore. It's no, not, they're not human not at all. to you. Not it's at all. Turned you into a strange sociopath. Yeah, I don't care for that. No, I don't either. But you ever hear about, you know, about dead internet theory? Uh, what's dead internet theory? Dead internet theory is that most of these people are bots anyway. Oh, fuck. That a lot of the internet, like, isn't even fucking real. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, here's the problem. Yeah. You never know how people are going to turn on you, right? So, that is to say, um, like, Escuela Grind probably went through their day thinking that people liked them. 
And then the second that they transgress in whatever fashion, it, it becomes readily available to them that many, many people hate them and have been sitting on that feeling for a while mm. and looking for an opportunity. <clears throat> um, but you never know what's going to happen next. Like this could happen to me. People could just go, uh, Hey, I'm going to go through your mom's Instagram. Yeah. That's yeah. Not, no, it can happen to anybody. It's not healthy, man. No, I'm glad my parents don't have social media. Well, I don't know. I mean, let's, um, you want to do a message? Let's do a message. All right. Hang on. We got to give a squale a break here. Hang on. All right. Uh, here we go. Listen, I earned my three-minute message in a strictly transactional sense. But fine. I'll follow your little rules and play your little game. Okay, thanks. But in defiance of your wishes, I am not at my lowest. This is a sober cast. I've never been more empowered. Here's my message. When the lambs is lost in the mountain, they is cried. Sometime come the mother. Sometime the wolf. That's, that's the judge again. That's the judge. I think that was the judge. Well, uh, as we've discussed, we feel that all children should be put against the wolves and shall they survive? Oh, yeah. You got to throw the kids in the wolf pit. Otherwise, they, you know, otherwise the microplastics get them. Exactly right. Well, what do you think? You think a kid like who's been fucked up by microplastics can survive the wolf pit? Probably not. I don't know. I don't, it's difficult to talk about this shit without, if I say that, that young people are delicate right now, I sound like an, I sound like one of these like really miserable old people. Well, but like, I don't think, here's the thing. But it is a fact, is it not? Uh, yeah, well, okay. Number one, delicate to me does not necessarily have to be a bad thing. Number two, they are, but, like, they're also, like, I think the kids are, like, more unhinged. Like, we talked about the other day. I'm terrified of teenagers. Yeah, they're pretty fucking, they're pretty deranged. You know what I mean? They're on the, they're on the stizzies. They're on the fucking, the, you know, like, they're, they're on shit. They got the weed pen. Like, they, they're, they're not, they're not living in reality, these kids. And that's scary. Cause then you might they might do something rash. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Listen, we sound old as fuck. I rhymed purpose with Percocet on a song. <laughs> <laughs> They're on the perk thirties. I mean, it's it's the kids are. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I, young people make me nervous, man. So so, but is that you know? Does that mean that they're? Is that the antithesis of indelicate? Or, or delicate, rather. Are they? Or does that mean they're indelicate because they might be on some wild shit? No, they're 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 delicate. I, it's just hard to talk about without sounding spent. You, you know what I mean? But I think it is a fact that they're delicate. Well, I don't mean their lives. Listen, comparatively. Oh God, we're gonna sound so. Yeah, fucking I mean, old. you end up like the participation trophy guy. But I'm just. It just seems evident to me that you know we're we're approaching a place that we're just. It's, uh, I mean, there's no way to say, and there's no way to talk about. It. I mean, and listen, it's not like you and I have we we've had charmed lives and charmed upbringings, and we haven't really known terrible struggle. 
So we're part of this conversation, but I'm just saying that like kids by and large, they have it very easy, you know? And listen, if you grew up poor and if you grew up without a dad, I'm not talking about you. I'm just, I'm talking about like, you know, regular ass, you know, run of the mill young people. You live a pretty easy life these days, Mm. you know? I mean, maybe the COVID shit was fucked up. Maybe that like sort of, Fucked up, fucked up your world a bit. I don't well, know. Let's stop, stop shooting people bail on their weirdo shit. <laughs> I mean, they're on weirdo shit. There's no, there's no. You're on that weirdo time. Listen, I, I, I'm like a rapper now. I just call people weirdos. I go, nah, he's a he a weirdo. Mm. A lot of weirdos out there. You know, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, especially around here, you see young kids. I'm like, I don't know what this kid's about. We got to talk about too mad in that respect. The the YouTuber, yeah, you want me yeah, to, we can we can do we can do two man. Let me give you this one real quick. All right. So, two mad uh, was a YouTuber. He was twenty three years old at the time of his death, which was a couple days ago. Uh, it makes me sad when a twenty three year old dies, but you're not allowed to say that because. Uh, how, wait, sorry, how old is he? Twenty three. Twenty three. Oh my god. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. And he's been streaming for he's been streaming for like five years or something. And Jeez, he, that is so fucking young. He said uh, in the past that he wasn't really verbal until late in life. He didn't talk throughout his school years, etc. Then got online, got uh, kind of a community that he could be his weird little, definitely autistic or touched sort of self, whatever, and. Uh, experienced real success, made a lot of people laugh, made a lot of money. Then he started abusing drugs a lot. Ketamine was his drug. He started becoming stranger and stranger and more dark-sided, which, let me ask you a question. Have you, you have any friends that fucked around with drugs? And I know you got friends that just died, but do you have any friends that just went full dark side? Well, yeah, I mean, I there was, I had a friend who I grew up with, who by the time we were nineteen twenty, they started fucking with with like pills and shit, and that shit changed them to the point where I was like, I don't even know who this person is anymore. But I'm not talking about like they, I'm not talking about like they steal or something. I'm talking like they're they're objectively bad people not down not uh, like addicts that got a problem that are like in a desperate way but like like this dude was strung out and as a result it wasn't like he needed to steal to get more drugs he would just drop into women's dms and say like uh lol gonna rape you and your baby yeah not good do you know any friends like that uh maybe i don't actually well, maybe not that dark, but not far away from that. Because this guy really became, you know, he's getting hit with all this, like, harassment. I don't know if it's harassment to drop into somebody's DMs when you're so clearly on drugs and say drug talk. Hey, just block that motherfucker. Yeah, I don't know. When you threaten rape, it's pretty... Yeah, listen, it's bad. It's bad. I'm just saying that, like... Like... You know when you got like a drunk uncle or something and you make not excuses for him like he does like it's not his fault but like there's an understanding that yo this person's not in their right mind. Sure, but 
Mm. It's hard to, I mean, getting a message like that is pretty distressing. Yeah, of course, but it was like it would be accompanied by almost gibberish on either side of that. So the guy's just obviously, I look, it's the same thing with Stizza Crack. Mm. People want you to cancel Stizza, but it's like, hey, the, the dude had a drug problem. Now he's on the other side of that. Uh, can we let him be a different dude? Is he allowed to be a different dude? Stizza? Yes. And too mad. Oh, too mad. No, ch- no second chance for that guy. No longer with us. But uh, here's my point. Yeah. Too mad was such a young man. We're saying that this guy couldn't have a redemption arc. Oh, at twenty three, sure. You could have two in your lifetime if you're twenty three. You could have three. Could have one every decade. Yes. So, okay, so it was a redemption arc. Yeah, sure. My point is, when somebody's so clearly on fucking drugs, you got to take that into account when you're making an assessment of them and their behavior. Like, if I wrote somebody and was like, yo, I'm going to violate you, I'm going to slash your throat, I'm going to murder you, and I'm going to fucking... Yo, I'm a sober-minded person. Yeah, you should really feel a way about that. <laughs> because yeah, yeah. I, that means that I've either lost my mind or I'm really out here with the intent of hurting you and I'm being strange as shit. Yeah, but people fucked up on drugs can still hurt you. Yeah, clearly, but I'm just saying a guy that's speaking borderline gibberish and then says an offensive gibberish thing. I don't know. You don't want to just say, like if a guy wrote me some crazy shit like that, all right, I'll use an example. There is a guy who writes all this wild shit. Mm. But he's fucked up on drugs as hell. Yeah. I'll tell you you about him when we get off this podcast, because if I talk about him, he's going to like, somehow he'll manifest. He might show up here. I think I know who you're talking about, but it's, no, well, look, if... You, if it's threats, then it's like, I think you have to take it seriously no matter what. Because if even if you're fucked up on drugs and you're threatening someone, well, they can still act on it. Well, that's the other guy. The other guy said, so when Too Mad died, another YouTuber came out and said, okay, now I can talk about this. This guy's a rapist and a pedophile. Oh. Well, he provides no evidence to either one. But he says, this guy's a rapist and a pedophile. I've been working with police for... Uh, two years to, to try to uh, try to get him arrested. He's tried to kill me multiple times. Okay. That one doesn't phase you. He's tried to kill me multiple times. I mean, if someone tried, to, someone would only get one chance at trying to kill yeah, me. How many chances? Uh, that's a great question. Yeah. How many chances do you get at trying to kill someone? He's tried to kill me multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Are you Castro? Like, <laughs> what do you mean he's tried to kill me multiple times? Like, he's attacked him? But that's different. I mean, if he was physically assaulted, then you would think you'd... I mean, restraining orders don't always do anything, but you'd at yeah, least... you don't wave a restraining order at a guy charging at you. Get yourself a handgun, sir. You might want to... You might want to... Yeah, I mean, listen. If there was someone who tried to kill me and they were still out there... I'd I'd walk around with the stick. I would sit in my home yeah. with the door ajar. Yeah, yeah, waiting, waiting for, for them to yeah, answer. Yeah. 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 I mean, you don't get that many chances of trying to kill somebody. 
So what does that man mean? I don't know. Maybe he threw that in there for dramatic effect. Okay, but then he says uh, that... Okay, so then a woman comes forward and says, hey, to him, hey, I was a victim of too mad. Um, he stalked me and terrified me, but I still don't think it's right to celebrate his death so soon after he passed his family's reading this sort of stuff. I, I think that we can probably wait for another day. And then he responded to her a couple hours later and said, Hey, my legal team just gave me permission to say this. I know that you, uh, were working against the police trying to solve these crimes and actively lying to investigators while convincing too mad to kill himself. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. You want to unravel that one, Eric? I'm sorry. I was busy looking at your light-up keyboard. You like it? Stupid. <laughs> Come on. It's all a game. It's kind of cool. Yeah, exactly. You get the rainbow You get the rainbow light-up keyboard. I don't know. My, my eyes glaze over with this shit. Yeah, well, that's the right response as an adult. But yeah. I'm, I'm saying if all of this is true, uh, if everything that everybody's saying here is is fact, yeah, which seems like a stretch, is everybody who's on YouTube deranged? I mean, listen, between this and Escuela Grind and tabletop games and 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 it's dark world man. fascist furries, whatever the shit you were showing me last night, like, I, you know. I guess it's a it's a worthy question. Have people always been this bored and dark sided and and uh, tribal? Like, 
I, you know, I mean, I guess people didn't have, I mean, probably a lot of things, probably a lot of things have happened throughout history that haven't, that weren't written down. So maybe in some way people were always like this, but I think it's all just like a lot of it is just peacocking for attention. And a lot of it is just like, I don't think pe- there's just a certain type of person who can't live without the drama. Like we gotta, like our brains, if you're anxious and you're, and you're, and you're paranoid, it's cause you have a brain that was designed to solve problems and to create and, and to connect patterns. And when people get involved in a thing or a community or a scene, it's just like this, like, it seems like stuff like this is destined to fucking happen because we need to create this thing to like give our lives fucking meaning. Yes. Or so we don't just think about the fucking hole of death. No purpose. You know what I mean? But it is, it, it's because it all just devolves into we, yeah, we have to, there's people within the group that we have to otherize and kill now. Yes. So that's what it's all going to turn into, you know? In the same way that I think that AI is speaking to scientists from a different dimension and trying to get them to kill us. Yeah. Bar- uh, uh, what, what did we just, what did, how did we characterize it? <clears throat> I think we did digital Magog. No, wasn't it? Uh, who was the guy from the comics? Dormammu. Dormammu. <laughs> it's, I think AI, the, the, the godhead of AI is Dormammu. So in the same way that I think that, I think that there may be some, uh, some like overpopulation, uh, control index of some, uh, there might be something within us that's telling us to purge each other. Oh, interesting. Like, well, maybe that's, maybe that impulse comes from being to connected to too many people that's exactly what i think yeah. right like our brains really only have the capacity for what a hundred like, like a top i mean even that feels like a stretch just your classmates from high school that's it I, I feel like it's i feel like after 20 it starts getting a little you know a little hazy a little hazy i think at that point you start thinking about who you're who you're you know it's like fucking survivor the show you know you make little alliances you got your true homies and then you get steady and someone ends up stabbing you in the back so now, so now that we've got this massive network, yeah, we get the impulse to push somebody onto the ice float. I mean, maybe. I mean, honestly, it, it it's kind of not surprising. Well, it's not surprising in the sense that like there's no way to humanize someone from a from a rectangle. Yes. You know, a a, a rectangle uh, where little other tiny pixel rectangles exist within it to make up an image. Like, there's no way to process a human, thinking human, complex human being with an ego and an id and a superego and a, you know, and and then trying to wrestle with that in your own self and your own fucking ego and id and superego. I mean, it only appeals to one little part of the brain. And yeah, maybe it's, yeah, maybe Dormammu is speaking to us saying that we have to, yeah, we got to, there's too many people and we got to start. We got to, I mean, it's just like an impulse to otherize, right? I mean, there's always like, whether it's racism or people with the wrong eyebrow shape, it's like, or, or, you know, people with the wrong opinion, we got to find reasons to really just castigate others. And it's like, man, I just want to play Skyrim. So (laughs) if my grandmother was alive, Uh I think she would be 
let's see, my father's 80. Let's presume that my grandmother was 25 years older than him. He's 81, actually. So uh, she'd be over 100. If my grandmother saw one of these girls with the shaved eyebrows, maybe wearing contact lenses, mm. I bet she'd think she was a demon or something. Like, yeah. a, like a real life, like incarnation of the devil or something like can you imagine being an old person genuinely old and seeing somebody defy the the unspoken laws of aesthetic beauty so severely that you your brain snapped it was like looking at cthulhu yeah you know what i mean yeah because shaving your eyebrows is a wild ass fucking thing to do and girls just do that now by the way, in the UK, girls just dye their eyebrows darker. It's a heinous look. <laughs> it looks terrible. Man. All right, we're veering into misogyny, so maybe we saying should... Saying something is heinous is not the same as misogyny. Yeah, but you're picking out a specifically uh, a woman uh, a sort of phenomenon that's going on, so I don't know, maybe we got to call this episode. What the fuck? Listen. What? Women got jank eyebrows. It's not a fucking judgment. <laughs> I can hate women independent of that fact entirely yeah you could again shadow banned but you so you think that what everything women do is lit uh i mean no but you're that guy uh i gotta say you know go with god oh okay we're going with that you if you listen if you want to shave your eyebrows shave your eyebrows oh okay very bold stance (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a very bold stance that that adults get to do what they want with their bodies. Congratulations. They call, they call me they call me the woman respecter. Yeah, that's, that's, they do call you that. You know what? <laughs> that is exactly right. Shave those must, eyebrows, queen. You must be very proud. Yeah, I will say one thing mm. about both of us getting married. Mm-hmm. Literally, shave your eyebrows, queen. I don't care what any of y'all do now. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> completely like, fine with me. Like, what the fuck ever? So. All right, so woman respecter Eric. Yeah. Uh, everybody that calls in, make sure you use that tag. That's my title. Yeah. Put a um, put some respect on. Put it. a wr in the chat. Uh, <laughs> 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 so, uh, all right, we'll call it. I'm I'm very tired. Have you noticed how low energy I am? I'm low T. Lo- very low T. You get your T levels checked. When's the last time you got blood work done? Not that long ago. Ten years. Oh. Re- Ten years. I think you're supposed to have it done once a year. What? I'm a farm cat, man. <laughs> Listen, I worked on farms, and the dogs never went inside. The cats would occasionally get shot by other farmers. It, 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 it is. They never went to the vet ever, uh. and they still lived as long as every other cat and dog, barring the ones that were shot or eaten by coyotes. You know, sometimes. And you're like, if I'm going to branch off of your AIDS denialism. Yeah. Like sometimes I, I think like, you know, because many such cases, someone goes to the doctor, they find out they got a little, they got a little lump and then they got to go through the rounds of chemo and then in six months they're dead. Sure. Yeah. What if they just ignored it? I mean, there's people that believe that I only got sick because I went to the doctor. There's a lot of people that believe that. My grandmother was a nurse for 50 years. She said if you go to the hospital, it's to die. There was a guy in the town that I grew up in. There was a guy who hung out on the corner 
every day, uh, right by the by the uh, by the bodega convenience store. He'd have a little cup of coffee in a in a in a foam cup, and he'd be out there all day smoking cigarettes. Did that for forty five years. One day he goes to the doctor. He's got lung cancer. He's dead a month later. Yeah. What if he just didn't go? He'd still be alive today. I mean, <laughs> I mean he was going to die. No. And it was no, I mean, if you if smoke. He, if he didn't go to the doctor, he'd yeah. be an ultra marathonist right now. <laughs> I mean, the cigarettes were going to get him. But would, but maybe, what if he had another year? What if he had another, you know. Yeah, if, I mean, that's the thing. You can't have all this negative energy in your life. What if he had another six months? You know, I mean, I think he lived with his mom till he died. He probably wouldn't have had that many unique experiences. But, you know, he got to, he would. <laughs> it's television. He, he could have lived to see uh, True Detective Night Country. <laughs> Watching people shit on it. People were, people wanted to defend it because it's got like lesbians or whatever the fuck in it. And they were trying to jump oh, it's out. It's got two leads who in real life are, are lesbians, lesbians. Who play straights. And the, listen, that shouldn't be allowed. But they should just made him. Les- I mean, Jodie Foster, all respect in the world. Everybody's aunt. Yeah, I mean, come on, just everybody. You know what aunt. I mean? But anyway, when I people jumped out to defend it for the first two episodes, I guess it just wrapped, and people were appalled at how bad it is. I mean, I was appalled from episode one. I thought it was terrible. And Nick Picciolotto is not. Is, <laughs> he didn't even try. No, whatever. I think He's it's fucking Pizzolotto. Pizzolotto. Listen, I'm not. Everybody, your white ethnic name is just as hard for me as if it, if you had clicks in your fucking name. It's yeah. I, I struggle. So he is he's not being shy. He's shitting on it. Is that right? Because every time I go to his Instagram, it's just photos of him and his wife. No, he's been which re- is what your Instagram should be once you're been, married. He's been reposting the hate. Has he? Yeah. Damn. And some people are saying it's a classless move, and then other people are saying, "Hey." The man made the show, and now they're just animating a corpse to shit on everything he did. How much class is he supposed to display? Now, here's that's a question. Also, like, what if he's up for a job, and they're like, they check his credentials, and they're like, he did True Detective. That show's honked. (laughs) Get this, get this guy out of here. That's true. He might not get the job at Quiznos after that. That's what I'm saying. Jared Fogle's legal defense team. Signing off, uh, <laughs> patreon.com says worst possible timeline. Uh, whatever. Everybody deserves legal counsel, including Nick Pidgeotto. Yes. Goodbye. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcasts favorite podcast do you enjoy nothing (laughs) so do we why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts thank you